no equal, the one that has no one besides him, is God of our flesh. Lord, is there anything impossible with him? Lord, we bless your holy name. Even our situation cannot prove him. Lord, even whatever is depressing us cannot prove him wrong, cannot equal to his power, cannot prove him wrong, cannot change who he is. And not change who God is. Lord, we bless your holy name, O God. We magnify you, O God. Lord, we bless your name, Jesus. The lily of Jesus. From beginning to the there's no place for argument. You are God by yourself. Cause you got time and saving. Okay. 
Let's call on that same God. You are in our midst today. We acknowledge you as God in this place. As the only living God, the only faithful God, we ask you this place. Because when your disciples acknowledge your presence, all their losses turn to gains. Lord, all their depression fly away. They disappeared. Lord, we acknowledge your presence in this place. In our situation, we acknowledge, oh God, your presence. In the name of Jesus, have your way. Only you, Lord, can do in the lives of people like us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we bless you. Precious Father, we thank you this morning. We give you praise, O oh God, because we know you are here with us. Magnify your holy name, O oh God, because you would lead even as we follow this day in the name of Jesus. Lord, we find, oh God, expression in the lives of everyone listening this morning or will listen later in the name of Jesus. Amen. Who you are meant to be in our lives in order for us to be who we are meant to be. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Bless the holy name of God. In our mouth this morning, Lord, feel it. Feel our heart. Feel our mouth. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. and let your spirit take charge, full control of this place, of Amen. this meeting this morning, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Blessed be your holy name. Yeah. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, and good morning, everyone. Yeah. Good morning, sir. Yesterday, we started with God's remedy for depression. Mm. And we basically talked about, you know, setting time aside rest creating time to rest there's a lot of um, activities that goes on responsibilities mm. that you know uh, either indirectly or directly hours mm. uh, things that we need to take care of on daily basis um, places we need to go um, you know but even in the midst of it, mm. we were advised and encouraged yesterday to find time, create time for leisure, create time to rest, create time to wait on God, create time, you know, to trust Him that you can hand things over to Him and go to sleep and not mm. worry about it. And today, We'll be talking about part two of it, God's remedy for depression. And what today is basically saying in a nutshell is open up your mind, express what you feel or what you're feeling, embodying your heart to God, 
to trusted people around you. Let them know what is going on, onboarding it, express it. You know, they always say uh, problem shared is half solved. Because when people don't know what you are going through, when you don't open up to God, not because they didn't know, not because God don't know. Men or people might not know what you are going through because you're smart. Until probably when you crash, some people say, oh, I was, I was guessing, but I wasn't just sure about it. But we shouldn't wait till we crash before we open up. Because before we express it out, before we embody our heart. May the Lord give us the understanding of what is about to say to us this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm taking our text from the book of 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 9. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 9. And we start with verse 6. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake bacon on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid down again. The angel of the Lord came again the second time, which means the angel was there first time. Mm -hmm. This is the second visit. Mm -hmm. And touched him and said, Arise and eat. So there was a first touch in verse 5 for him to rise, to arise and eat. And this is the second touch for him to arise and eat again. The first time when he ate, he ate and lay down his head and rest. The second time the angel came again, touched him, said to him, arise and eat. Because the journey is too great for thee. The God that sees into the future, into the future, rather, knows how far or how close it is, right? And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of their meat 40 days and 40 nights unto Hore, the mount of God. And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. And he said unto him, What thou dost thou hear? That is, what are you doing here? Why are you here? I'm reading the passage. Tell God your frustrations. After being restored through proper food and rest, Elijah traveled for 40 days. Then he went into a cave and spent the night. In the morning, the Lord asked him, Why are you here? Elijah answered, I have always done my best to obey you. 
But your people have broken their solemn promise to you. They have torn down your altars and killed all your prophets, except me. And now, they are even trying to kill me. That's been bursting. Elijah poured out all his feelings, and God allowed him to let off him. He wasn't shocked. He wasn't shocked by Elijah's complaints. Sometimes it's helpful to share your feelings with a trusted friend or counselor. It's cathartic. A cleaning out, a venting of all the things that have been pushed down inside you that are contributing to your feelings of depression. And Elijah had plenty of stuff pushed down inside. Notice the emotions he experienced. He was afraid, verse three. Then he felt resentment followed by no self-esteem and guilt. Remember when he said, I'm not better than what? My ancestors. He was angry because he had worked hard for nothing. You see how depression can make you feel you have not achieved anything. Mm -hmm. I'll come back there. He was worried. When you combine fear Resentment, low self-esteem, guilt, anger, loneliness, and worry are combined. It can open the door to depression. So God let him spill it all out. He said, Elijah, what's frustrating you? What's eating you up? And Elijah poured it all out. So when you are depressed, what you need to do is take it to God in prayer and seek professional help. Now, reading this, it tells me so many things. I'll go to the part of the spiritual, come back to the part of, you know, family settings and down to the part of medical. Here, God wants us to come boldly to him and express ourselves. When Anna got to a point, he said they've been going to Shiloh for several years, right? Am I correct? And at some point, they got there and the Bible says, while others are eating, she went to the altar, praying and praying and praying, pouring out her mind, her heart to God. Now, this is a passionate thing. You are expressing your mind, your heart as it is. But those who have bought Tokumbo before, they will say you are buying it as it is, correct? You are buying it as it is. Meaning that as it is, is how you are expressing it. What you see is what you get. No return. No return. 
Now, we all need to get to that point where we can express ourselves genuinely to God. You know, so many times we form so many things to God. And God, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I want to see how God shake his head. <laughs> you know, when we still feel we still got it, when we don't even get nothing, you know, he wants us to express our pain. He wants us to express what we feel to him. Again, not because he didn't know. But he wants us to come. Bible says, come unto me. All ye that what? Labor. Every lady. And I will what? Yeah. I will give you rest. Yeah. When we look at the story of Anna, did she get rest or not? She got it. After expression. That is the power of onboarding your heart to God. It's like you're transferring that burden, that weight of guilt, that weight of stress, that weight that have held you back, that is not even good for your immune system. Mm. You're transferring it to him whose immune system cannot be messed with. So today we're encouraged to express it, to tell God our frustration. Now the other side to it, talking about family. You know, oftentimes couples get to a point where they can't even express themselves to their partner. And that is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that is when you will see one of them almost getting to a point of shutting down completely, even elsewise. And the partner knows nothing about it. The question is, how do you help with what you don't know? Mm. They cannot. I can't. Mm. Because I don't read minds. You don't read minds, even if you try. You can only know as much as it gets work. So we, for those who are married or those who are trying to build up a relationship, there is a place for vulnerability among couples. We should be able to express ourselves to each other. Let the other person know exactly what you are going through. Because when you don't express it, how do we find the solution? How do we know what to do? How do we know what the next prayer point is? We always hear this. The couple that prays together, do what? Stick together. Stick together. If all you are talking about is mind you and the new soap opera, and what is really important is kept and under lock and key in your mind. How can that person be a helpmate to you? The Bible says it's not good for a man to live alone. Now, if found and helpmate, now how can that 
person serve the purpose? Why it came in the first place? Why is in your life in the first place? One of the testimonies that I love so much was the one, you know, from Briar. Among several of them, hmm. let people know what is going on. Let people know what you are going through. Let people know your challenges. The road might not be as far as you think it is. Mm-hmm. It might just be just one thing you tell, said to someone is what will just open that door. Mm. You don't have to figure everything out by yourself. Let's always remember that. Mm. Because by so doing, we put so much, too much on ourselves. And it looks like we are all alone. Whereas we're not. We're not. Until the disciples recognize the presence of Jesus, the Son of God Himself. They have no clue what is capable of. Do you know what God has poured into that person that is in your life? But when you don't open up, how will the person know? I'll give an example of myself. Several years ago, I, I finished, I was about finishing my higher national diploma. I was one of the privileged that went to weekend school. <laughs> one of the privileged. So I was about rounding it up and I started praying. Again, power of prayer, right? Expressing yourself. Lord, I don't know what next to do. The work I'm doing is beginning to get boring. I'm going to finish school. It's like I'll have a lot of time in my hands. What am I going to do with it? So then someone told me about a course, a licensing course. So I started thinking about it too. Like, hmm. This is in line with what I'm doing. It's like several higher level to what I'm doing. I would love to, you know, get into it. So I started praying. Again, I knew not what to do. But I knew I needed to do something because I need to go from where I am to where I need to be. And sometimes you might might not even have a vision, a clear part of where you are going. You might not. And that is the reason why we need to talk to God. So I was so burdened of what next? What next for my life? What next for my life? So a brother met with me. He was one of those that work with us. So he joined us after I've been in the system. And and he said, ah, okay. I said, ah. Alpha, I said, ah, you know, what, what do you want to do next? I told him, I said, this is what I've been thinking about. But honestly, I have no clue, no clue, no resources, nothing. But I really love to do this. Now, do you know that as a result of that conversation, Several things had happened that I now needed to even pray to God to help me to handle. What that means is, 
God started opening certain doors in my life that in my wildest dream, there is no calculation that would have resulted to what it is today as a result of conversation, as a result of unboarding my heart. Not because the person is in position to do anything, but talking about it, you have no idea the power that is in it and how far it can take you. I move to the third point. Medical. I always say this, that medicine is not from the devil, it's from God. Professionals are there to help. But the fact is, you can leave your air, not caught, not because there is no baba, but there are no babas out there. Is it decision you made not to have an aircraft. The barbers are there. Their doors are open two for seven. Again, are we willing to go and talk to somebody who is professional in that thing? It is okay. It is okay. Where most of us came from, you probably don't even do checkups like we do here. And that's why so many things will have been wrong for so many years, we have no idea. And it has deteriorated to a particular level that it's irreversible. And then even medicine cannot handle it anymore. Mm. Because then it's too late and the person is already in bed. So it's okay to seek professional help. It's okay to talk to God about it. It's okay to talk to someone you love. It's okay. Never feel like it's not. Because God, excuse me, brought those people into your life. God is waiting with open hands to receive you, to talk to you. But if you don't recognize the presence of those people in your life, if you don't you know, recognize or acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit, then it will look like you are all alone. And the worst part of this is depression makes you feel you have not achieved anything. It magnifies your problem and diminishes your achievement. Let's be encouraged this morning. Never allow ourselves to get there. If there's anything going on, let's learn to be expressive. And when we look at the way kids are expressive here compared to how we grow up, it's completely, it's like light and day. Mm-hmm. So some of us, we are not trained to be expressive. And you see something, say, shut up there. Mm-hmm. How dare you? That's if you, even if you don't get it, go and slap. Mm-hmm. 
you know, or someone shout shouted on you. Oh, right here. <laughs> exactly, you know. But let us grow out of all that to a point where we see God as a father, a true father, a good, good father, a listening father. His ears are wide open to listen to us. You can figure it out. You have someone you can talk to. Is there? In fact, it will lead you. The Holy Spirit would lead you to that individual that you need to talk to. And you will be surprised what will come out of it. May God give us the wisdom we need to live the life we want us to live in the name of Jesus. The floor is open. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Prasan. Thank you. Uh, may the Lord continue to give you more wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, enlightenment in his word. Because um, the way you've broken it down, I really, really like you so much. Um, you've talked about the physicality of it. You've talked about the spirituality of it. And you even went to the extent of talking about the medical aspect of this. Um, it, it's very, very, you see, when you look at what happened to Elijah, um, you cannot look at it and think that um, it's limited to just the fear of this of the death, the physical death. But it's more than that. Spiritually, it was it was drained out. And uh, medically, if he, God has not woken him up to eat, he probably would have died in the cave where he was hiding. But the the, the key thing is that when you don't express yourself. You put yourself in a cave of a bondage that isolates you from the people that want to provide the help. They isolate you from the people that have the solution and you will just be alone. The devil's goal is to get you into isolation. And if you get you isolated, then it will be able to bombard your mind with negative things, with things that are not right. And you will see everybody around you as a threat. Then you will not want to deal with anybody. Um, you know, Elijah's excuse to God is that your people have turned your back to you. He's trying to make excuse for God. Like God doesn't know that his people have turned their back to him. That's what we do. When, we, when the enemy wants to, want to tell us that God is not in existence, he puts us against God and say, people are doing this to God and they're not doing good to me and they are just not care about me. And that is the lie of the devil that he wants you to give up on things that God has promised you. But I pray this morning that those things that God has promised you, like we are praying this week in our prayer line, that things that we have given up on, we should reactivate them back because God's promise concerning those things still standing. It's the enemy that wants to deny us of those things. And we are not going to refuse, we are, we are going to refuse the devil. Like, the, like, like Jabez refused the devil and rise up again and say, the thought of good for me, they're good. And God has promised me to be fruitful and multiply and have dominion. I'm reactivating those good things back and come back up. And he's saying Jeremiah to us this morning, Jeremiah 33 verse 3, that call upon me, call upon me, and I will hear you and show you things that you don't know. Things that you don't know, God says he's going to open our eyes to find that 
things that he promised us and we will take possession of it and we'll be fruitful in them. That is what God said. But if we are in isolation, if we are doubting God, if we think that we can do it on our own, then we will not be able to get help. So it is very important for us to cry out to him. Verse 9 that we read, say, well, the God, God actually, when God, the, the, the Lord came to answer, there, was, there he went to the cave and spent the night over there in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him, what are you doing here? Everywhere that God has, that you think that God has been silent in your life. Every situation that you're giving up that God cannot do anymore in your life. Today, God will pay them a visit in the mighty name of Jesus. And you're hearing this morning that God has paid you a visit. So come out of that isolation. Come out of that depressive mind. Come out of that area that you think you can't get help because help is available to you. Look at the story of my brother. Yeah, it's his desire. He wants to do this, he wants to do that. But the word, just opening his mouth up to talk, don't start opening. Most of the time, the devil will tell you, don't tell them. Don't talk to them. They are, they are not trustworthy. Uh, you can't deal with them. Uh, Jezebel, Jezebel is, is going to kill you. Uh, the, the people out there are out there to hurt you. Everybody around you just want to use you. That is what the devil will tell you. But God, when God is with you, let them use you. Because you have God, God will replenish you. Let them talk about you. Because you have God, they will start talking good, see the goodness of God in your life. Let them say anything they want to say about you. But you allow God in. Allow God in. And when God comes in, don't act like Elijah, but he told, tell the Lord how you feel, though. Tell the Lord how you feel, but don't tell, don't put the blame on anybody else. Talk to God about you, what your situation is. Elijah said, I have been very zealous to you. And God is not, he knows that. He knows you're zealous. But what God wants to address in your life is that area where the devil is tormenting you. When God pays you a visit, he wants to address that area where God is tormenting you, and he wants to give you a solution to that place. Like I say, I'm the only one that's left. He has killed everybody else. Uh, Jezebel has killed everybody else. You know, God, God responds to him. If you continue reading that first thing, what makes you think you're the only one left? I have many other prophets out there. You're not the only one left. But you are particular to me. Say to yourself this morning, I am particular to God. And God is going to visit me. And he's going to give me solution to that thing that is bothering my heart. Because I'm going to cry out to him. And he's going to hear me. And he's going to give me solution. Brethren, don't remedy for depression is coming out of isolation. Coming out of isolation. You might think that people you're talking to, they're not trustworthy. But you trust God. Solution will come. People cannot be trustworthy. Even you yourself, you're not trustworthy. So we are all in the same boat. But one person that we know that is trustworthy is God. But when we see God in everybody, we will be able to find solution. And may the Lord help us 
that we acknowledge him and be able to see him in every situation so we can come out. You know, Sam mentioned point of, of the medical aspect of it as well, that, we, that, that we, we need to keep this in mind, that doctors are gifts. Medicine is a gift from God. Anything that, 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 that does good in the body is a gift from God. You remember the children of Issachar, God prepared them to build the temple. He put a gift, a talent in them. So God has put a gift of talent in the Lord of his people. So when they are saying that something is right to do, don't listen to people that are telling you wrong things. Listen to God and settle the case with God. Because you know, faith come, come by hearing. But if God is telling you, this is what I want you to do, do it. And if you don't seek help in the right place, people that are around you that are giving you wrong information, they will pollute your mind and put you in, in, in trouble. They put you in trouble. And the situation will come. You know, I'm sorry to say this, but look at what's going on right now with this vaccination and not vaccination. I'm not, the, I, I, I'm not saying that you should go and take it, but I'm saying seek the face of God concerning it. Seek the face of God concerning it. Many of us have taken medication that we never research on. Many of us have taken things that we never think of. And now all of a sudden, because of political jungles that are out there, people are risking their life, the life of the other people around them from doing what is right. From doing what is right. What is right is that you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I'm not advocating for it, but one thing that I know is that I want you to think about it, that there is so many things that's going on out there. When it comes to medicine, God has prepared people for such a time as this that have worked to make sure that his children are protected. Life are getting lost every day. Life are getting lost every day because of the ignorance and because of the influences of people around certain people and they're hearing, hearing a wrong information and they're taking adherence to it. If you don't surround yourself with the good people, they will feed your mind with the wrong information. But even yourself needs to seek the face of God for the right information. Elijah thought that he was the only prophet left, but it's the wrong information because there's many more prophets ahead of him that are still out there, but God confirmed it to him. Seek God's face in every decision that you're making and God will help us to make the right one in Jesus' name. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, sir. The remedy for depression is going out of isolation. Mm. Remedy for depression is going out of isolation. Don't cover all it up. Speak out. Talk to somebody. And that being said, the last part of what you know, Pastor said. Um, since I was little, we always hear smokers are liable to do what? Can anybody remember? Smokers are liable to die young. And that didn't stop people from smoking. We know the effect of alcohol. That didn't stop people from doing it. Then one good thing that will do good, people have issues with it. 
may God take us from the level of um, listening to people more than listening to God. Because people have read to a point where they have gotten to a point where they don't even believe in anything anymore. Not even in God. And even if God is trying to help them, they have gotten to that point where they believe nothing. And now, to now go to God and talk to God when, they are in, when there's so much burden on their heart, they wouldn't. You know what they would do? They go to the bar and drink themselves to stupor. But the question is, where does that lead? They only had more to the problem. And not only had more to the problem, it makes what can lead to the person's death early. The person still needs to be living, to be alive and healthy. So we need to make better choices for ourselves. We need to make better decisions for ourselves. Knowing what is right from what is wrong and being able to stick with it. May God help us. More contribution, please. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, I want to thank Rosam uh, for uh, this word of exaltation. And also, I want to thank our pastor. And this is a powerful message that we, we should also have it in our mind, um, in our memory, every day of our life, that there is remedy for depression. And the only remedy we can have is also running to God. Apart from confining one, one person or the other, he has the remedy. God is the, is the one who can never reveal our secret, even if sometimes there are some things we can, we don't feel like sharing to someone. But if we share it to God, go yes. to God, yes, he, he will always protect us. He will always um, deliver us. Because sometimes it seems like so deep, so high, yes. that if we share it, our secret might be revealed. Yes. God can be able to, he's ever ready. Um, there, there was, I, I still remember a man, a man was calling on Jesus in the book of Luke chapter 18 um, from verse 30 something there about 41 says something. He's, um, he said, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He was calling Jesus, have mercy on me, have mercy on me. But Jesus wanted to hear from him what exactly he wants him to do. Because it's not about someone, you need help. Say someone, you need help. Sometimes I, I, you hear somebody or, or in a brother or sister, maybe in the, in, our, in the same congregation, we hear someone saying, they don't, they don't want to help me. They don't want to help me. But the question is, have you been able to talk to someone on, about that thing? You, you are saying that they don't want to help me. Sometimes we don't talk to someone. 
but you just concluded that they don't, they don't want to help you. So that's in this place, Jesus asked, asked that man, the black man, he said, what do you want me to do for you? The man said he wants to receive his sight. Mm. Meaning that in that depression, mm. in that situation that we find ourselves, did mm. God want to hear from you? What exactly do you want him to do for you? Because sometimes we might go to God. Mm. You say, what do you sometimes say? You need money. But it, what your problem is beyond money. Sometimes our problem is, is not all physical things. We need help from God. He wants to give us the source that, that we take us to the next level. But sometimes it's just like we feel like we need money. Money is the um, solution to everything. But why God is expecting you to tell him what exactly you want him to do. So um, the only solution um, uh, that we can always get is when we run to Jesus. Yes. To that depression. Yes. Yes. I, I, a friend of mine, a brother in the church where, before, where I was staying before I came to uh, the state. He was he had a problem. He lost his only brother. They were two. So he had no other brother. He had no he had no document to travel. And if you travel, he cannot come back to the country. Mm. And he's been he's been in Spain for several years. So he just decided to leave the country to go and bury his brother. One day he called it, he, he asked him, What is what are your plans concerning? Your brother, he said he's leaving, going back. I said, no, if you go back, you've left. I told him, say, you've left, you've been outside Nigeria for years. And if you go now empty-handed, you are not, you don't have any, any tangible thing you're doing. So you can't just travel, just keep on, just wait for a little while. It wasn't up to a year, he got his papers. Mm. After talking to him, he got his papers. So now he, he has a good job. He can travel anytime and come back. For if, if that he, he didn't talk to anyone, he went that time. He, I don't know what would have happened to him because after spending the money for barrier, I don't know what, what he would have done again. So I believe in that difficult time is also advisable to confide on someone who you, or who you trust or who God who might use to, to, to minister to you that very time. It's, it's not good for us to keep on on isolation mm. that we also attract make the devil to be smiling you say i have gotten victory over this person the devil we smile we keep on smiling if we want to be depressed with that thing so i believe that may god help us as for who not to be um, isolated we are always confined grown to god no matter what may god help us amen amen Amen. 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 Thank you, sir. You know, we need to always be expressive, particularly when God is giving us the nudge to. We need to tell somebody. So many times we make some rash decisions. Like they always say, don't make a permanent decision on a temporary situation. Mm. So many times we have made final and concluded about certain things. Mm. That is just a face. It's just a face. Mm. What you are going through, what I'm going through, it's just a face. It's going to pass. But the question is the decision you make while you are in there. Mm. Tell me what happens when that is over. (laughs) It's the question. So we all need to 
you know, to be patient and to express ourselves to God. God, we always put, in fact, right now we have people around us that is just waiting for us to say something. <laughs> but if we don't talk, how will they help? Yeah. And God has, help? God has prepared those people to be there. That is the reason why they are there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was saying on Sunday that there's one thing for, for you to have people around you. There's another reason. There's another thing for you to know why they are in your why life. There. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't know why I'm in your life, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Exactly. I want to feel my purpose in your life. Mm. If I don't know why you are around me, mm. unfortunately, time will just pass and nothing will be achieved. Mm. Mm. The Bible says, God asked him, what are you doing here? Yeah. Mm. So God is asking you and I, what are you doing here? Mm. Mm. What am I doing here? Mm. May God help us. We can take one more contribution. Mm-hmm. Why are you here? <laughs> God is always and ever waiting for us mm-hmm. to talk to him, to talk to him. And this is uh, what I'm about to say now is for us to just pay more attention to it. You know, there's practically <clears throat> no family that don't watch movies, you know. And the kind of picture they present on home video nowadays is when you have trouble, when you have trouble, you go to the bar. Mm-hmm. Whenever we are watching movies, either with our spouse or with our you know, friends or with our kids, let us always reiterate the fact that this person is doing this wrong. Alcohol will not help your matter. It will no. only destroy it. No. No. It will lead it to DUI. Maybe 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 it was. <laughs> exactly. You do stupid thing, I ended up in jail. So when you see people having issues, and the next thing they do, the next thing you will see is what? They go to the bar. Mm. Or some don't even go to the bar, they stay at home and drink themselves mm. out. We should let them know that this is not a way to live a life or to live life. God wants us to be expressive to him. We go to God in what? In prayers. I want us to pray this morning and tell God, Lord, give me the understanding of how you Uh, Okay, help me not to isolate myself. Help me to always be expressive to you. And give me the understanding for the reason why people around me are where they are. Where they are, why they are are around me. Help me to understand the reason for it. Because again, if we don't know why they are around us, it will just be there. And when the time is set for them to go to their next phase, they go mm. with no impact at all. 
So let's begin to pray. The Lord, help me to recognize those blessings you have set all around me. Help me recognize those people you have brought into my life for a reason. And help me to understand, to figure out what the reasons are. Help me, oh God, to open up, to unburden myself to you, oh God. Lord, if there is any, any false teachings, if there is any false articles that I've read that is negatively impacting my life, if there is a way of life, Lord, that I'm used to, that is not helping God to be expressive to you, Lord, help me from today. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. That from today, oh God, from now henceforth, I will begin to be expressive. I'll begin to open my heart to you. I'll begin to rely on you to trust. To trust you, oh God. To 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 rely on you. I'll be able to depend on you to know that you are God who can handle it all. In the name of Jesus, blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And let's commit today into the hands of God and the rest of the week. And our children, let's commit everything into the hands of God. And Lord, let your presence go with us. In the name of Jesus, let your presence go with us. That this week we will be productive. This week we will seek help. We will seek your help and we will get it in the name of Jesus. That every door we knock this week, it shall be opened unto us, even in their own accord, in the name of Jesus. That Lord God Almighty will open doors, a lot of opportunities to us, and we take advantage of it in the name of Jesus. And the Lord will open our eyes to see what He wants us to see in the name of Jesus. That the Lord will give all prayer points, things that are yet to come that he wants us to begin to work on, that the Lord God will grant us in the name of Jesus. If companies will say we have a project, we have a target for 2028, Lord God Almighty, begin to open my eyes to things that I need to begin to do, to things that I need to begin to work on in the name of Jesus. Father, let it be, O God, help me, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Almighty Father, we thank you this morning. We give you praise, O God, because we know that you are our life. You are our past. You are our future. Lord God Almighty, we depend and we rest on you, O God. Lord, we pray, O God, from today. Lord, we have lent, O God, to unburden our heart to you. Lord, and to those that you have brought, O God, to our lives. We are praying, O God, that will not be wasters of your resources in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray will not be wasters of your resources in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, O God. As we go today, let your presence go with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let these words show up in our mind every time is needed in the name of Jesus that will not be forgetful in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, O God. Thank you, righteous Father. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Brother Sam. Thank you, everybody, for joining. God bless you. Remember, get out of the isolation, and God will send help to us all in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Uh, may the Lord keep you. May he shine his face upon you. Be gracious to you and grant you peace all around in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you very much, sir. Have a wonderful day, everybody.